Hi, this is Sensei James Leonelli from Sensei's Weekly Mindset, and I'm here to tell you guys about BetOnline.net. BetOnline.net is your number one source for all of your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest sports developments, league reviews, and news, including Major League Baseball, boxing, golf, and my personal favorite, MMA. BetOnline is your continued source for all of your sporting wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. And BetOnline.net remains the best spot for all of your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. BetOnline.net is the fastest and easiest way to check in on all of your favorite sports and events. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Sensei's Weekly Mindset. I'm Sensei James Leonelli, owner and head instructor of Tiger Shulman's here in Smithtown. Once again, I am back in my home recording space, joined with my furry co-host Slade once again, and we are here to bring you this week's episode of our show. And this week's mindset, a little food for thought. Now, as you guys know, I don't just make this podcast, I'm an avid podcast listener as well. I have... A, probably about a dozen or more shows that I'm subscribed to that I listen to on a daily or weekly basis. Um, they range in everywhere from comedy to MMA to news and all stuff like that. Um, just because I think that's the best way to take in information. And I'm sure you know the most listened to podcast in the world is the Joe Rogan Show, I think. And uh, you know, I, I don't know about you guys, but if you've listened to an episode, I certainly have found myself... Leave, leaving the end of an episode feeling like, man, I was not interested in that topic when that episode started. But now that the episode is over, I want to learn more. I'm sure you guys have gone and watched documentaries they've talked about and stuff. And I, I feel like podcasts are very much that way. And often, there's little nuggets of wisdom in there as well. I hope this show is one of them as well. Um, but before we get to this week's mindset and something I snagged from a podcast, just a, a little bit of, of an announcement, very small. Um, last night I was uh, doing, I did an interview on Battlezone Radio with DJ Richie Ruckus of uh, Flex Fights fame, which is kind of hard to say. But <laughs> the official DJ of Flex Fights, Richie Ruckus, invited me onto his radio show. We did a podcast. Uh, he was able to get me the audio, so I have it. So I'm going to release it as a special bonus episode of this show so you guys can hear it. It's just a really awesome interview um, where I got to know Richie a little better. He got to meet, know me a little bit better. Just really talking about what I love, martial arts and teaching it. And uh, he did touch on this podcast quite a bit, so you'll, hopefully you guys will hear the shout-outs there. But <clears throat> nonetheless, on to what I pulled from a podcast this past week. And it was a very simple saying, you know, and it was uh, something that... that a father had been trying to teach his kids for a very, very long time. And it's an important mindset because we know the only thing you are guaranteed to be successful at in life is failing. That's the one thing you know for sure that no matter how hard you try, you're going to succeed at failing. 
which is okay. That's a step in the process. Where people go wrong is they fail and they think that that's it. Oh, I give up and move on to the next. It's kind of short-sighted. Instead, what we should do is we should learn from that failure and move forward. But the thing is, sometimes failure is not what you would call objective. Right? For example, let's say you're trying to execute a martial arts technique. You either execute the martial arts technique or you don't, if you understand what I mean by that. Like uh, one, one such example is with the little kids in my school, I teach them dynamic techniques. And these dynamic techniques are jumping or spinning, kicks and punches, and often they're quite difficult. So like one such example is the Showtime Kick. Uh, the Showtime Kick, popularized by Anthony Showtime Pettis, is where you run towards a wall, you with one foot jump off the wall and use that same foot to deliver a round kick. So pulled it off, executed it in a championship fight, which was cool enough. But now, you know, you show it to kids and they find ways to trick it into, into higher things. I have, you know, kids in my school that are 8 and 10 years old that can walk across the wall like a ninja, taking like three or four steps before jumping to the kick. All across the wall, not like up on a ledge or anything like that. So it's really cool. But again, this is the type of thing that is very, very much uh, you either get it or you don't. Either you do the kick, you perform it well, or you don't perform the kick well. It's as simple as that. It's either a, it's a yes or a no. And anybody with eyes can see whether or not you got it. It's no different than uh, you know, if you're trying to shoot at the goal in soccer. The ball either went into the net or it did not. Right? It's the same as striking out swinging in baseball. You either, you either hit the ball or you didn't. There isn't, there isn't a question. And when it's objective failure like that, that's a little easier to swallow. It's a little easier for us to wrap our head around <clears throat> because we know there's something for us to work on there. There's some progress that we can make, some stuff that we can do, something that will help us get a little bit better. Right? There, there's growth that can happen there. And it's pretty easy to wrap our head around that. You know, we, we understand the learning curve in something. When you're newer at something, you expect that you're not going to get it right away unless you're, you're very young <laughs> and young and inexperienced, right? Like I, I always know that the people I have to give the greatest reminder that they are not going to catch everything right away is not my brand new adult students. It's my brand new kid students. They expect that they're going to come to one class and they're going to learn everything as good as the kids they saw on TV. Uh, we know life isn't quite like that, right? When you're a beginner at something, you expect to be confused, you know? Uh, how fast you expect to learn beyond being confused, that's a whole other question. But you expect to be a little confused at first because we know that's a normal part of learning, not knowing our left from our right sometimes, not knowing what one hand should be doing while the other hand is doing something else. So again, we can wrap our head around that process. And the same holds true for other things outside of physical skills like martial arts. Right? You either get something or you don't. Where things become a little trickier, where things are a little harder to swallow, is subjective failure. When it, you fail based on the opinion of somebody else. That's a lot harder to swallow. That's a lot harder to swallow. Because you could think that you did the, enough. You could think that you, know, you won 
or uh, you did enough to be successful, or you conveyed your point. But the, pers the person whose opinions don't matter, they don't think so. And, I mean, we can start with a martial arts example, if you, just to, to get us past this idea here. You look at the sport of mixed martial arts. There have been times where I have been in the building where there was a close fight, and the judges called it one way, and certain fans thought it went another way. That happens. Um, what always bothers me is when you hear the fans of that fighter who's coming out of the cage. They come out of the cage, and all their fans are like, oh, you won that fight. You won that fight. Mm. That mindset is a little backwards. Right? That mi you're reinforcing uh, that they don't need to do anything. And like I said, failure should have a lesson attached to it. We should learn from failure. That's okay. Right? <clears throat> but when it's, sub when it's subjective failure like that, where it's the judgment of somebody else that decides whether or not you failed, now to, it's not as easy to take something from that as you would objective failure. Right? Use the Showtime kick again as an example. Okay, you, you went to put your foot on the wall, you didn't execute the jump, you landed on two feet, you missed the kick. Okay, you didn't do it. <laughs> Easy to wrap your head around. Try it again. Try it again. Right? Subjective failure. Right? Like, okay, the judges said I lost that fight. There's still a lesson there. You have to go back objectively and look at your performance and figure out what you can take to do exactly the mindset that I want to get to in just a moment. Right? And obviously there's many examples of this outside of martial arts. Examples would be things like a job interview. Right? I'm sure people have gone into a job interview, think, I killed that interview. That went great. I'm totally getting the job. And they don't, they don't get the job. And then they do the same kind of thing that the fighter that I described, their fans, did to them. Oh, I totally did enough. I totally did enough. And then they get mad at the judges. They get mad at the job interviewer. They get mad at whoever the person is that is the authority. Now, again, other people may not agree with that authority. But that doesn't matter. Right? Think about it. If your teacher in school thought that your book report was a C, it doesn't matter if mom and dad thought it was an A or a B. What matters is that teacher. That's who you had to convince. And again, we can wrap ourselves in anger or we can do the right thing. Right? Like I said, all these examples leading into the mindset, the saying that I stole, <laughs> stole that I borrowed from this podcast. Uh, but before we get to the saying, I just want to shout out our sponsor here. This episode is brought to you by Magic Mind. Magic Mind is the world's first productivity shot. It's a simple one-ounce shot taken right alongside of or in place of your morning coffee. Each shot contains a combination of 12 active ingredients designed to stimulate focus, creativity, energy, and motivation while decreasing stress and oxidation. Even better, Magic Mind helps to decrease post-exercise inflammation in the body for athletes like us. For your daily dose of matcha, nootropics, and adaptogens, Go to magicmind.co slash sensei and use promo code sensei20 for an additional 20% off. And you can subscribe and save even more. Once again, that's magicmind.co slash sensei. Use the promo code sensei20 for an additional 20% off so you can make sure to, to, and make sure you subscribe to save even more. Magic Mind, do more, stress less. So back to our topic of the week. 
the the lesson that I took from this other podcast that really stood out to me, and it was so pertinent in my mind based on some of the things that had happened in my school of late, was don't get mad, get better. Don't get mad, get better. So I'm going to tie this right into an example of something that happened in my school, and I'm going to keep it martial arts, even though, of course, this mindset can be applied to many things beyond martial arts, but martial arts is what we do, and it's what we talk about on the show. So in terms of that, uh, we had our, pa- our first COC back, our, excuse me, our second COC back in, uh, in, uh, which, excuse me, in June. So in June, I had a bunch of kids that went to the tournament. So to that end, a uh, bunch of kids go, and I have one girl in particular. I felt I, I, I really like wanted success for this girl so bad. Not, not that I didn't want success for all my other kids. That's not what I'm saying. Um, but she had a little bit of heartbreak. Our, our, our COC in December, our Child Champions Tournament in December, she was booked to go. And uh, she was ready to go. And there weren't any girls in her division. And there weren't any girls close in size, close in age, any of that. Um, so, obviously, she couldn't compete. And uh, she was heartbroken. She did all the work, did all the training, and she was heartbroken. So she trained her butt off for six months to make sure that she was ready to go. And man, oh man, like I said, I wanted it for this girl. So I wanted her to be successful so bad. It, I didn't care if she won or lost. I just wanted her to go out there and have a performance that she could be proud of. I didn't want any rookie duke stuff to happen. You know, the, the silly things that could happen. I didn't want, you know, like, oh, her opponent you know, punched her in the face when she wasn't supposed to punch her in the face, and now that skews the whole fight. Or, you know, she throws a round kick and somebody kicks her toes right into the, her, the person's knee, and now she's sitting there and, and it affects the way that she fights. I wanted her to go out there and be able to perform to the best of her ability. So she was prepared to do that. She had a great jujitsu match. She happened to be in my ring. It uh, didn't go her way, but again, she performed at her best. No rookie duke st- stuff happened. She just got beat by a better martial artist. And she walked off the mat with her head held high, thinking like, okay, I lost. But I lost to this girl who's really good. And this girl's a few belts higher, you know, a couple belts higher. And she's, re- like I said, really good. So she felt good about that. And then she went to kickbox. And unfortunately, uh, I have not seen a video of her kickboxing match. Um, and uh, she was, I think she had one match, lost one match, and then had an, another because she was fighting for th- third and fourth. I, I believe that's the way it was going. So she's in the match to fight for third place, and she's excited to fight for a medal. And she winds up getting disqualified for punching the other girl in the face, which means she had to break that rule more than twice. So, you know, for our kids, for our tournament, it's a Kyokushin style kickboxing meeting. You're only allowed to punch from the shoulders down. Hopefully I didn't just cover the mic too much when I was pointing to my own shoulders. But you only punch from the shoulders down. So, young lady, of course, is very upset because she's swearing up, down, and sideways. I didn't punch this girl in the face. I didn't punch this girl in the face. This sensei made a mistake. I didn't punch this girl in the face. I didn't punch this girl in the face. And she was very upset. Very, very, very upset. And all of her friends were upset for her. You know, it's the heat of the moment. Who knows? I mean, obviously, I trust the, uh, the opinion and the eye of the people that are in the rings. I happen to know who was her referee, and I trust him very, very much. Um, but nonetheless, um, her dad has had a great, a great mindset 
coming out of this fight. Because he's like, oh, we're going back in six months, 100%. But he's already been talking about it to his daughter. He's like, we're not, we're not going to make it so that that could even possibly happen again. We're not, we're not going to think about that. What we're going to do is we're going to get better. We're going to get so much better. He goes, you, all you're going to do is, he goes, you're just going to body punch the bejesus out of somebody. You're not even going to hit him in the chest. You're going to hit him in the lower stomach. You're going to hit him in the belly button a million times. You're going to hit him in the ribs a bunch of times. But you're not going to hit anybody any higher than that. You're going to get so good at that that nobody's going to be able to beat you. And that's a great mindset because you could get mad at the judges and, oh, that stupid judge, and then change nothing. And then you go back in six months and the same thing happens again because you didn't get better. Or something else questionable happens because you didn't get better. And now what are you going to do again? You'll fall back into those same old familiar places with those same old familiar faces. And you'll do the same thing again. Oh, those stupid judges. Blah, 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 blah. I hate that mindset. I hate that mindset. And I, I very quickly, if ever I get that in my school, which I rarely do, uh, if I ever get that from people, I, I do my very best to shut that down very quickly because it's not that the judges have something to gain by their student winning and somebody else not. You know, it's no big deal. Like, who cares? I, I, <laughs> like I said, I only had, I had two of my students in my ring all day. And I had a, a good contingent of kids that went. But nonetheless, uh, going back to this important mindset, think of the job interview that we discussed. Right? You could, in that job interview, say to yourself, oh, man, it, you know, the, the, the guy didn't know what he had. He didn't know that I, you know, uh, uh, 10 times more qualified than those other candidates. Blah, 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 blah. They made a total mistake. Why are you getting mad? Why are you getting mad about something you can't change? What you can change is you. So don't get mad. Get better. Make it so that at the next job interview, if it comes down to you and another candidate, it's always you. Make it so that way there is no choice. There is no question. You are clearly the better choice. Right, this kind of goes back to what we talked about with luck a bunch of episodes ago and how I, I firmly believe that the best luck you can believe that you have is bad luck. Because if you believe that you have bad luck, you'll work harder to, to make sure that luck is not a factor. And this is the, a very similar mindset. You could get mad at all these people. Oh, they cheated me. They did this to me. Why are you blaming them? Own it. Own it. And get better. Be undeniable. Because if you are undeniable, then what's going to stand in your way? Absolutely nothing. So that's why it's such an important mindset. And it can be applied to so many great things in life. Right? We could get mad. Or we could just get better. Right? You know, it, it's, <laughs> it's funny. It's kind of like a, a mindset that's very, for lack of a better word, immature. It's very childish to, to blame other people. You know, I, that's why, like, when I see it in fighters and in their fans, I hate it. It drives me crazy. Because I'm like, you're not serving that fighter. That's my thought. You're not serving that fighter. Right? I heard some really wise words from our, our ring announcer, Drew Park, a few cards ago. One of his teammates fought in the main event, somebody he trains with all the time. And it was a closely contested fight. And the guy who lost the fight was the crowd favorite. So the crowd was not happy when he lost the fight and they all believed he won the fight because when you're somebody's fan, you tend to see all the good things that your athlete does and none of the good things the other athlete does. And that was very much the case here. You know, the highlights 
that you would see put up based on this guy's fans where, you know, the, the, the oh, he landed this one cool spinning kick. But they didn't show, like, in that same round how the guy took him down, mounted him, had him down with strike. Like, they didn't show any of that stuff. But I digress. He, Drew Park sat there with, uh, with this athlete. And, you know, I'm not trying to call him out because the athlete had the right mindset. But uh, he sat there with this athlete and he said to him, he goes, you don't understand. Don't get mad at the judges. That's your fault. That's your fault. You left that way too close. You left the fight close enough where they could make what you think is a bad decision. That's your fault. Don't leave it that close. So get back to the gym, get better, and make sure you never leave the fight that close again. Because if you never leave that fight that close again, then you won't have a problem. Then what you think is a crummy decision will never happen again. You know, it, it, like I said, you know, it, that's the mindset of someone who understands the process, who wants that athlete to really get better, who wants that athlete to grow from the ex experience, because that is the value, value of failure, to grow, to grow, right? We are looking to grow. So if we are looking to grow, we have to make sure that we're taking failure for what it should be, a lesson. Like I said, the lesson is easy when it's objective failure. But there's a lesson when it's subjective failure too. There's weaknesses. There's things that you did to create the circumstance where that person thought that you didn't do enough. Okay. You could sit around and be mad. And you know what? We all are entitled to be upset for a couple of seconds. You know, I, I know I've had things in the past like that, you know, a belt test here or a job interview there or whatever, where you, it's okay to sit for an hour or two and be upset about what happened. Don't be upset at the people. Be upset at what happened. But then you have to make the mindset better. Don't get wrong. Don't, don't get angry. Get better. Get better. Get better and be undeniable. Make it so that way if there is a next time, there's no question in their mind. So that's all I have for you guys this week. Uh, like I said, be on that look. Be on the lookout for that bonus episode uh, with uh, R Richie Ruckus. Uh, just a great interview. I'm going I'm to upload it in the next couple of days. Um, beyond that, also be on the lookout. We are recording pretty soon our recap podcast of Flex Fights 15. So look out for that bonus episode too. So you have a couple of bonus episodes coming your way. Make sure that you guys are subscribed so you don't miss those bonus episodes. New episodes are coming every Wednesday for sure and bonus episodes whenever we can get them in. Uh, beyond that, make sure that you guys leave a rate and a review. It just helps. And please make sure you share the podcast. If you're listening and you think it's valuable, please help other people listen as well. Just send them a link. Right? Beyond that, my friends, as always, you can reach me, senseileonelli at gmail.com. Sensei is S-E-N-S-E-I. Leonelli is L-E-O-N-E-L-L-I. And that's at Gmail. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram. I'm at Sensei underscore Leonelli. On Facebook, I'm Sensei James Leonelli. You can find my school online at tsksmithtown.com. From there, uh, you can find the school on Facebook, facebook.com slash Smithtown. Twitter and Instagram, we are at TSMMA underscore Smithtown. You can find out more about the Tiger Shulman's organization as a whole at tsk.com. Find the podcast on Instagram at Sensei's Weekly Mindset. Um, beyond that, guys, that's everything. So to that end, until next week, my friends, invest 
in yourselves. I will see you guys on the mat.